0: The following program is listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider Consider His Word Consider His Word Consider His Word From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne, inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. 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 Welcome to Consider His Word. Today we're going to be in Revelation chapter 13. We're going to pretty much spend all of our time here, so if you can find a Bible, have one near you, I realize you may be driving or something like that and uh, can't really stop and pick one up, but if you have a Bible, I'd encourage you to go and grab it, open up to Revelation 13 as we consider His Word today. Well, Thanksgiving is over and Christmas season is ramping up, and I don't know about you, but I get so excited about Christmas You know, it's honestly my favorite time of the year, my favorite season of the year. For one thing, it gives us many opportunities to outreach to people and share with them the gospel of Christ. Every Christmas card that I send out, I send out a gospel tract about Christmas and about the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And hoping to lead someone to him, that they would see Jesus for who he really is. Many don't see him any more than that baby in a manger. They don't see him as the Savior that died on the cross. And I hope you have a great Christmas season. You know, I'm not going to be doing any Christmas messages until maybe Christmas Day. I want to continue in the series that we're in here in Revelation. We've been studying about the tribulation. And today I want to deal with some of the particular characters that the Bible tells about during this time. Now, before we get to that, I want to remind you about our website and about the special that we're offering for this month. The website is considerhisword.org. There are many things that you'll find there. One of the things is a link that says contact us. We would love to hear from you. And during this month, we're offering the book that I wrote a number of years ago, also called Consider His Word. Now, Consider His Word, the book, is a daily devotional. And every year, about this time of the year, we run a special for about six weeks. We don't do this all the time. And so you need to jump in on it uh, as, as God leads you and as you'd like to. The book is a devotional. If you begin at the start of the year, you can read through the Bible in a year. It also has a verse for each day and a devotion for each day. And then it's got a little bit of a journal where you can write some of your own thoughts and some of the Your own prayers and things that you're thanking the Lord for and praising the Lord for. And so we're offering the book for a gift of $25. Now that's postage paid. And so just send us a check for $25 and we'll get the book out to you. Now, part of the reason we do this this time of the year is because it would make a great gift for someone you know that maybe is growing in the Lord or that you'd like to encourage to be in the Word of God. This would be a great time and a great book to give to them for Christmas so either for yourself or for uh, someone to, to, you'd like to give a gift to, this would be a great way to do it. So again, consider His Word, the book, Gift of $25. Now, if you write to us, we're still sending out our prayer journals, and if you'd like to receive one of those, all you, those are absolutely free. You just simply write to us, and we'll send you one of them. So let me give you all the contact information, certainly through the website, and that link at... Contact us, again, ConsiderHisWord.org. You can email me directly at ConsiderHisWordRadio at gmail.com. Or as many do, you can simply write to us at Consider His Word Ministries, 30290, Josie Billy Highway, Box 40, Clewiston, Florida, 33440. Let me give that to you one more time. Consider His Word Ministries, 30290, Josie, Billy Highway, Box 40, Cluiston, Florida, 33440. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, we've been studying through Revelation, just kind of hitting some of the high points. We've just spent a lot of time, a number of weeks in the tribulation, and you can go back and hear all of those broadcasts. At the website, again, considerhisword.org, just click on the link that says radio programs and all of them are listed there, and so you can go back and hear all of the programs in this series. Today we're going to kind of look into, uh, dig a little bit deeper into the tribulation period and about two particular characters that come out of this time. Now certainly we've talked about the rapture, that's where it really begins, when the Lord comes and calls his people home, takes us out, as it were, and we go to meet the Lord in the Bible. Want to read more about that? Read 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and verse 13 and following. The tribulation was known as the time of Jacob's trouble. Jeremiah 37 says, Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it is, even the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. It says seven years of tribulation. First three and a half years are tough, but they're not as bad as the second half. The second half is called the great tribulation. And then it really gets bad. And if you want to avoid all of that, certainly you can. If you just come to the Lord Jesus Christ, receive him as your personal Savior. You'll either be taken out of this world in the rapture, or when you pass away, you'll go to be with the Lord, as the Bible says, to be absent from the body. Be present with the Lord. Now, I want to read Revelation 13. I want to read quite a bit because I, I want to be able to read it first and then go back and just kind of touch on some of the high points of this passage of Scripture. Now, I don't know if we'll have time to get to both characters today, but I'm going to try as best as I can. So, let's start at Revelation chapter 13, beginning in verse 1. The Bible says, And I saw one of his heads, as it were, wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast, who is able to make war with him? And it was given unto him a mouth speaking great things, and blasphemies, and power given unto him to continue forty and two months." Now that would be half of the revelation that last three and a half years. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. It was given unto him to make war with saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear to hear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Now this particular character that we just read about is the burst the beast that comes out of the sea. This is the Antichrist. And is identified as the Antichrist in many other places in the Scripture. And the Bible gives us quite a description of him. Tells us about what he looks like. Tells us about uh, his authority and, and and his assassination. You know, the Bible said he had ten horns, each with crowns, and seven heads, each with a blasphemous name. Now these descriptions, and I, I know that many Bible scholars get into each one of these. 10 crowns and gets into each one of these names and they get very detailed into it. And I'm not trying to do that in this Bible study. You can go that and study that somewhere else uh, for yourself. But he said that he stood on the sand of the sea and saw this beast rise out of the sea with seven heads and 10 horns. And upon his horns, 10 crowns. And upon his heads, the names, name of blasphemy. So you can get all into that detail somewhere else. But he went on and saw that he, he looked like a leopard of all things and gives us this description. He had feet as the feet of a bear and his mouth, the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. So he had all this, what I would call just a wild appearance And again, others can go into the details of what each of those represent. He had authority that came from Satan himself. And I think this is something that we especially need to pay attention to, that his authority came from the devil himself. Now, that tells you a lot about him right there. Now, the Bible tells about an event that happened, that at some point he was assassinated. The Bible says that he had a wound in his head. Many believe that his death or apparent death was to show people that he was as powerful as Jesus Christ, who could rise from the dead, and that he was healed of that wound. Many attribute that to him copying. The devil is a great copier, and he copies the things of God. And here he's copying the Lord Jesus Christ and his resurrection. But then he gets the entire world to worship him. They look at him and they just adore him and worship him with all kinds of, of adulations and worship. You'll see this again down in, 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 in verse 3 and 4. He says, I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed and all that the world wondered about after the beast. The world wondered After the beast, and they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is likened to the beast? And who is able to make war with him? Who is able to take him on? And notice that they worship Satan in worshiping the beast. And the whole world goes after him. They're astonished by him. And he gets all of this worship in. All of this recognition from the world. In verse 8, the Bible says, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. (laughs) Now notice, the people who worship him are not written in the Lamb's book of life. What is he talking about here? Well, when we go over to the end of Revelation, to chapter 22, The Bible tells us about this book of life. Let's run over and look at it for just a second as we kind of finish up today. The Bible says that in in Revelation 20, at the end of the chapter, it says, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to the works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So I would ask you this, are you in the Lamb's book of life? That day, we call it the white, thro- what great white throne judgment. Is your name written there? How does your name get there? It gets there by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, by trusting him as your own personal Savior, putting your faith in Him. And when you trust Christ, you can avoid all of these things we've been reading about, setting about in the tribulation. And in this Christmas season, I hope you'll trust Christ as your own Savior. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Consider his word. Consider his word. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at ConsiderHisWord.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. The preceding program was listener supported through Consider His Word Ministries.